Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Good morning, everybody. Hello, Angie. Hello, Janelle. Morning. Morning. Good morning to all, the, all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, which is free in the, the App Store, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. So you wake up in the morning, you want a fresh cup of coffee, and you go to your coffee maker, and it's broken. Oh. So, so it's this a great is way this a true story <laughs> or a nightmare? <laughs> What's that, Janelle? I said it's always a great way to start the day. Yeah, so um, yesterday I said, well, I need a new coffee maker. This Keurig is seven years old, and it's not fixable. So I said to my wife, I'm going to go and get a new coffee maker. She said, no, 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 I, you're, I'll come with you because you'll come home with like a $5,000 machine. <laughs> True. She doesn't, she doesn't trust me, so I said, well, where do you want to go? She said, let's go to the new Canadian Tire. I'm like, we have a Canadian Tire in Barhaven. Why, why go to the new one? Well, I want to see it. I saw a lot of people making comments about it on Facebook last week. All right, so we schlep all the way to the new Canadian Tire, which is pretty impressive at Carlingwood. It's massive. I don't think I've ever seen something that big. Mm-hmm. It's, like it's huge. huge. Well, it's the biggest one in Canada. <laughs> but it's not really that different from a Canadian Tire than the fact that it's just new. Like, mm-hmm. I was expecting, like, a Ferris wheel and clowns. Oh, stop it. <laughs> There's just more of it. Yeah. Yes. And it's it's wider. Because, you know, when you go, you, go, you go to Canadian Tire and it's, like, really narrow in, in the... In the not the, the aisles, aisles yeah. yes. It's it's you could drive a car through those. And like it's, a, it's a more pleasant shopping experience for sure. Hundred percent. And I I made a fool of myself because I went up to they have a, like a greeter at the at the front of the store sitting in a chair. I said, uh, "Can I ask you a favor? Can you open one of the boxes of the curry so I can see how if it, if it fits my travel mug?" He's like, "Yeah, okay." And then I realized that further down, I didn't look, but they actually have the Keurigs. All out and open. This is your first time at uh, Canadian Tire? No. <laughs> but in my defense, uh, there's a long line. There, the, there must have been 100 coffee makers. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the Keurigs were on another uh, shelf like I didn't see until later. Mm. So I apologize to Dustin for opening up the, 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 the box of Keurigs mm-hmm. that I made him open up. But we ended up with a brand new Keurig, which I'll have to replace in five years. Yeah, probably. probably. Yeah, <laughs> kind of disposable at this point. Okay, so you're impressed, though. Somewhat impressed. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it's definitely an improvement over a regular Canadian Tire, and who knows if, if CT will do that a- across the country? But it's a beautiful store. So it's like the size of a Costco, or bigger than a Costco? Um, kind of on par with a the Costco. They have very high ceilings, mm-hmm. and there's a Christmas store upstairs. So downstairs is a regular CT, and upstairs is all Christmas stuff. So that will be Ooh. like year round. They'll have the Christmas store up there. I don't know. Oh. Or they change it seasonally. That will be their seasonal section, maybe. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe. Yeah. Wow. Very okay. cool. I'm just impressed you left Barhaven. That's the big part of the story. <laughs> when you think useless, think of Stu. Hey everybody, welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Gather around the old radio machine for another mind-blowing useless fact about dolphins. Ooh, I love dolphins. Uh, dolphins have bromances in which two males can pair up for as long as 15 years and help each other hook up with females. <laughs> they'll just be the perfect wingman. <laughs> wingman, yeah. I got you back, bro. I like how they'll do this for 15 years. It sounds like they're not good wingmen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After that, you're on your own. <laughs> you're leaving them at the bar. Oh, my gosh, that's cute. That's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Okay, how do you rate that fact, Janelle? I like that, and I was obsessed with dolphins as a kid. Mm. Um, I'm going to give you a nine, because I oh. didn't know that. Like, I did a whole speech on dolphins. I thought I knew everything about dolphins. Oh, <laughs> look at that. I was going to give it a nine, too, so there you go. Thank you, uh, ladies. Uh, nine from Sassy Kathy. If you're new to the show, you 
Uh, score uh, between 1 and 10, 1 being the worst thing you've ever heard, 10 being the most amazing fact you've ever heard. Give yourself a little creative handle at the end of your name, like Sassy Cathy. Sassy Kathy did. Thank you very much. Text that in to 10-0-30. Uh, Bitterman, ooh, believes that this is a repeat fact. Oh. No, it's not. Dun, no, dun, it's not. Dun. It is not. Does anyone else remember this fact? Nobody. I know you've done, back fact, up you've done facts on dolphins before, but this one yes. sounds a little unfamiliar to me. So Bitterman's just okay. trying to be the, the poop disturber. <laughs> uh, fantastic liked it. That's hilarious. Giving you a 10. Oh, that's so cute. I love dolphins. 10 out of 10 from Diva Clow. An eight from Just Anthony. Ooh, Gusto from the Hall of Fame. This is a repeat fact. No, it's Ooh. not. He says, you did that on porpoise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that's funny. That okay, I'm banning <laughs> Gusto from ever texting in. He gave you a three on that. Uh, my number one favorite fan, my neuronic mama, gives me a ten. Mm. What do we got? Uh, Bosch Traveler, that's a great fact. In fact, we're going to give you a 10. Hall of Famer's Ghost Rider and his dad, Pierre the Dehydrated Frenchman. I'll have to explain the wingman to Rider now, <laughs> but uh, still giving you a 10 anyways this morning. It's just like the dolphin that he plays video games with. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. buddy. <laughs> I really like that fact, and I do like dolphins. Connie the Wound Care Nurse gives me a 9. Okay, well, we'll get these scores. Uh I love that somebody says that they know exactly what date you read this fact on. That's impossible. July 29th, 2020. <gasps> no, that's what? Gusto just trying to be a shit. Oh, really? It is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Handsome Dave is giving it a 10-10-10 across the board. Look at that. Uh, here's a new uh, texture. Mobile groomer, a definite 10. Well, there you go. All right. The rest of them thought you did well. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, with a lot of the long-time regulars leaving and a whole cast of new faces joining, Saturday Night Live kicked off a brand new season over the weekend, and they showed that they're ready to tackle some recent scandals. Host of the uh, very first show out was Miles Teller, who you will know as Goose's son in Top Gun. Mm -hmm. He's so good in that movie. But he, um, well, you know, he had a little fun poking at some of the sex scandals we've heard of recently, (laughs) like the Army Hammer and Adam Levine one. So in one sketch in particular, Miles is playing the host of a game show called Send Something Normal. Oh, this is so good. (laughs) So basically, uh, this is playing off the uh, messages that we have seen both Adam Levine and Army Hammer send girls in their DMs on Instagram. Thanks to the uh, world of screenshots, we've seen how they text. And they are so over the top, like children, like, oh my God, your body is amazing. Oh my God, oh my God. God, fire emoji, like just no chill (laughs) at all. So in this game show, they have uh, two of the uh, SNL actors playing both Adam and Army, and all they have to do, they put up a uh, screenshot of a girl's message on Instagram, and all they have to do in a reply in a way that is normal and they could win $100 million. <laughs> That's how unlikely it would be that they do reply something normal. And, of course, they didn't. And it was very funny. But, oh, my gosh. that was. Uh, I wonder what they think of that. Like, Adam Levine seeing that? Too funny. Yeah. I don't think Adam Levine, Levine cares. Oh, yeah. He's seen it. For oh, sure he has. He has to care. And his wife cares. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, and a lot of other stuff trending all weekend with stuff that's going on for Paris Fashion Week. All the celebrities out and all of their over-the-top stuff. Um in the name of fashion. And Kanye West made some major moves in the fashion world and debuting as a model walking the runway for Balenciaga. And they had basically a mud pit 
for a stage. Like, think of, like, the muddiest mud dunes and trails of water and sludge and mud that the models were walking through in their, quote, Balenciaga $100,000 fashions. Just slopping them up with mud and dirt. I was like, this is fashion. I don't understand fashion. This is artistic. And it's supposed to be, like, this whole, like, down-to-earth nod to, like... You know, be one with the land. And yeah. blah. Oh, God. Yeah. Honestly. If. And your clothes just, are destroyed for the rest right. of ever. I just like, like I'm looking at all out. these fashions that none of us can afford. And they're just slopping them all <laughs> up in mud. But a really cool moment that did happen was Bella Hadid was walking the runway at Paris Fashion Week. And these she stopped. She comes out in her underwear. And these guys come up with these spray machines and start, like, spraying, like, a latex on her. And basically created a dress on her right in the middle of the runway. Like, that was... That was cool, though. Yeah, I've watched so that video cool. like five times, and I still don't even understand how it happens because it looks like fabric when it's done. Yeah, it's like a material latex, and then she, they cut this slit up, they put this off the shoulder thing, and then she walks away in it. It's like they just created like a spray on dress, but that video went super duper viral. Like like you said, you guys watched it a lot. Yeah, like, everybody spray on watched clothes. it. I love it. Yeah, it was really <laughs> cool. And that's what's trending. Brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. Stephanie and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Well, they call it the honeymoon stage for a reason. And it's wonderful. It's bliss. And then you get married and uh, everything changes. Sometimes, yeah. (laughs) At least that's what they say. But apparently the honeymoon stage has not faded for George Clooney and his wife, Amal, who have now been married for eight years. They say that their life is so easy that in their entire relationship, they have never had an argument. Lies. (laughs) So he said this recently, and it made a lot of people kind of raise their eyebrows because they're like, never? Like, Mm. not even one time? Not even like... Ever, ever? (laughs) We're not talking about a big blow-up fight. They just say they don't even argue. Right. So, you know, obviously this got a lot of people talking and like, is this normal? Is this healthy? Do you fight? Like, how often do you fight? Their friends think it's weird. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, a lot of their friends have been divorced. (laughs) So, I don't know. What do you think about this, Stu? I think he's lying. I think he's scared of his wife. (laughs) <laughs> well, she is an incredible lawyer. He would probably not win that fight if they ever did yeah, have it, she'd right? Always win every yeah. time, I would think, but yeah. what about you, like in your life? <laughs> we already know the answer is to this. this but well, <laughs> well, we've had a few disagreements, yeah. Mm-hmm. But how do you view it? Do you view it as it's normal? Is it healthy? Is it good? I, like, is it bad? Is I don't it... think there's anything wrong with having the occasional fight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's healthy. And I'm always right. <laughs> and that's why you fight. Uh, you know, like, I think, uh, I don't think that I could say, you know, a couple that never fights is is better than a couple who does fight. Because mm-hmm. I've been in two types of relationships. And, yeah, we fight. And I think, like, if you Google it, uh, like, a bazillion experts will tell you that conflict in a relationship is a very normal and somewhat sometimes healthy mm-hmm. thing. It, You know, each person has the ability to, to express themselves and, you know, stick up for themselves, but at the same time, be honest with each other. And you learn a lot about your partner in those moments. I mean, if it's happening all day long, every day, all the time, yeah, and there's it's like knockdown, yeah. drag out fight that's, you know, not ending, then 
obviously that's not healthy, but mm-hmm. once in a while to have these little bickering moments, I think is totally normal when you live with someone 24-7. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, uh, I say all the time that I think uh, Adam is just the easiest person to get along with. And and we honestly do not argue very often. And you can say, oh, that'll change when you have kids and you're not married yet, mm. blah, blah, blah. But we have been together for, you know, five years. And over the course, like, this is the... the least amount of fighting that has ever happened in a relationship that I've been in. Mm-hmm. But we still bicker and argue and we'll get into things. And I, I think the one thing that my mom actually said to me years ago, she said, like, if you never, ever, ever have an argument or you never fight in a relationship, she's like, that's not a good sign because then you're not fighting for anything. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you're almost complacent in that relationship. Mm-hmm. So I have always carried that with me and took that to heart and, you know, reminded myself that when there is a little bit of an argument like hey it's not the worst thing yeah it's a healthy thing in a sense i don't think that i would dig it if someone was always like yes dear you're right fine and just walked away right. you know totally like submissive. to me i'm like oh no you get back here <laughs> you know what i, I mean? want to hear you yell back right. at me. <laughs> i mean don't just tell me i'm right and just yeah and just yeah. like gloss over everything mm-hmm. like let's actually get to the heart of this and right? let's talk it out and figure mm-hmm. out what yeah what's going on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're curious, though, (laughs) where the masses, you know, lie with this. Because, I mean, like we said, nobody's right, nobody's wrong. Whatever works in your relationship is what works for you Mm -hmm. in your relationship. But how do you tackle fighting or arguing? Do you do it? Do you not do it? How do you get out of it? All of that stuff. I mean, then there's also no makeup. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. If you oh, make yes. Up, yes. Make it up is the good part. Yeah. yeah. So let us know uh, what your relationship looks like. Give us a call, 750-1100, or you can text it in at 10-0-30. Well, George Clooney certainly got couples talking lately when he revealed that he and his wife, Hamal, been together for eight years now, have never had an argument, he Lies. says. Never, ever, ever. They're just living in bliss over there in Hollywood land. Mm, Sure. So we started talking about, you know, is this normal? Is this healthy? Does anyone else not fight like this? Is it okay to fight? And uh, you're weighing in on that. Like Joe, for example, who says she and her uh, husband happen to be just like George and Amal. And she says, we see your eight years, George, and we raise you 30. 30 years for them. And they have never had a fight or a serious argument we are best friends, and he says, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> I don't know if I buy that. Well, the thing is, is that there's actually a couple, a number of you who have said, you know, I've made it, you know, my entire marriage, we don't fight, we don't argue, we have discussions. And yes. I think yeah. that's where the, that's key the key is. It's, what do you determine to be an argument? I would, mm-hmm. I would consider a dis, like a, a, a fairly heated discussion to be an argument. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. need to raise my voice to be in an argument with somebody. Yeah. But I, I, I can be like a fight doesn't need to be screaming at each other's and the neighbors yeah, wondering not if talking they need for to... a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's the key. There it depends on what you consider a fight or an argument to be, whether or not you go without. Exactly. I like Jennifer's comment on Facebook. She says, "If you're keeping track of your arguments, there's a bigger problem than simply having a disagreement or a discussion. It's healthy for children to see healthy relationships have bumps and resolutions. It's not always perfect." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen yeah. to that. Absolutely. I'm keeping score. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think like the key is in, in, in fights and arguments and disagreements or whatever, you can't bring up like 
past stuff. Oh, yeah. And that's mm-hmm. what people tend to do. Yep. <laughs> They've held on to something for a very long time and you throw something in their face from two years ago. Yeah. Like, that's just like, you can't do that. Right? That's not us. That's all you. <laughs> right. Because women don't forget. Uh, Ruth, this is an interesting uh, take because she says she was actually in a marriage that never had arguments. Okay. And she said she ended up leaving that marriage because she wasn't allowed to fight. She said she had to keep everything in. I had a breakdown. It was unhealthy. And I finally left and I've never been happier. So there you go. Sometimes it's not always healthy to never air your grievances. There are definitely different sides of this. Um, But I just want to say congratulations to Leslie this morning who says, I haven't argued with my husband today. Shh. He's still sleeping. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and a lot of people point out, too, that, uh, you know, George and Amal live in a very different world. Although there's a lot of you who don't live in their world who do agree Mm -hmm. that you don't argue. I mean, Jenny points out that, you know, they don't have to fight about household chores. Let's be honest. They're not fighting about money. They don't fight about money. They don't necessarily probably have to fight about the kids because they do have help should they need it. Um, She said, so, you know, you have to be realistic, too. Like, a lot of people, their fights in life come from kids, finances, division of chores, Mm -hmm. or, you know, each other's friends, (laughs) you know, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Must be nice to have the cash. (laughs) (laughs) Could help. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? So honey, now. beautiful song right there became the theme songs for a lot of weddings in the years that followed its release in 2014 but now that song thinking out loud is the subject of what they're calling the largest copyright infringement case in history wow so for ed sheeran he has spent a lot of the last couple of years in and out of court and he has said it was emotionally draining on him his family so he was taking a step back from music while he dealt with all that but now it seems like the battles are not over for ed so the legal battle over that song uh began years ago and the family of marvin Gaye said that it sampled a little too closely and copyright infringements on his song let's get it on let's get it really apparently with some of the musical bars and things like that. So the case was originally dismissed by the judge, and but it was dismissed without prejudice, but it ultimately means that it could be filed again at a later date. So fast forward, a new company buying out the music catalog, and they decide they're going to relaunch the case. Of course. Yeah. So now Ed is finding himself facing a $100 million jury trial. Oh, wow. They're bringing in a full-on jury to weigh in this time, not just a judge, and it's like $100 million on the line. Wow. But don't all songs sound the same anyways? In the end, yeah. I mean, there's no start date for that jury just yet. I mean, the case that he just actually won was over the song Shape of You. That went on for years and years. He was in and out of the courts. Ultimately, they did end up winning that case, and he was awarded a million dollars in his legal costs, but... 
that's nothing compared to the yeah. years he spent in and out of courts and time spent and all of that. And but. I mean, like, give this guy a break. He is a phenomenal songwriter yeah. and singer. Like, mm-hmm. he's a one-man show. At the end of the day, I mean, how many new bars of music can exactly. you write yeah. that don't sound the same? So Britney Spears was back at it over the weekend on Instagram and airing out her grievances mm. with her family. What is it this time? In a lengthy post, she said, you know what? Just a genuine apology would be nice. She said, but her family still to this day acts like everything they did to her was just okay. So enter Britney's mom on the chat. And she went on and on in a post. I'm so sorry for your pain. I've been sorry for years. I love you so much. Please unblock me so I can speak to you in person. Deep down, you know how much I love you and miss you. So she's trying. Interesting. Trying. There might be a bridge to, to be mended there. Although Brittany then gave an update on her new book, oh, <laughs> which is Gosh. the tell-all that everybody's anticipating, this bombshell book written about her family and everything she went through the last couple of years. She said that she's written three different versions of the book, and she's had a lot of therapy throughout the process. The book is expected, I think, in January, but this is a $15 million deal for Brittany to write this book. So they're not writing it for uh, rainbows and unicorns. Nope. They no. want it to be salacious. Mm-hmm. Then and it'll turn into a TV show. Watch. It's going to be a good read for sure. And that's What's Trending, brought to you by DeFalco's for brewers and winemakers. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Janelle, who's made the cut? We have Christina and Stefan on the line this morning. I believe, Stu, you're going first this morning? That is correct. Hey, you're playing with Stefan. Hey, good morning, Steph. Good morning. How are you? Excellent. Uh, choice of categories, please, Janelle. Thanks to Valencia Barnes, who sent in our categories. We have baking ingredients or cooking ingredients. Which do you like? Mm. Who is uh, baking? Baking? Okay. Three, two, one. You're going to add this to make it uh, taste sweet. Our sugar. Yes, and you're not chocolate, but... Vanilla. Yes, uh, you uh, will have this in the morning. It's a small cup. Yeah, you have to pull Milk. the top. What's that? Milk? No, you pull off the small tab and you uh, eat it with a spoon. Egg. Did you say bread? Bread. No. Um, uh, 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 to make chocolate cookies, you need one of these. Chocolate No. The other one I was trying to get you to was yogurt. 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 Oh, yogurt. Oh. Yeah. All right. Uh-oh. So you guys ended up with two. Oh, so no. um, Steven. Hang Steven. on the line. <laughs> Steven. <laughs> Steven. And we'll see what happens. Okay. Christina. Good morning. Good morning. So we're not sitting in a bad spot. We have to beat two to steal a win, okay? Sounds good. Okay. So again, our category. Cooking ingredients. Okay. Ready? Ready. All right. Here we go. With your turkey, you're going to have some mashed... Potatoes. Yeah. And you roast a whole what? Kentucky fried? Yep. Uh, Peppers, carrots, celery are types of... Vegetables. Yes. Haddock or salmon are types of... Fish. Yeah. Vegetable or olive are types of... Oil. Yeah. um, Like cumin and chili are types of... Yeah. Uh, And this goes in a meat sauce. It's... Uh, a pound, a pound, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. wow, good job, girl. 
Solid. I a lot. <laughs> <laughs> same, girl, same. All right, tell uh, Christina what she went with her perfect score today. Yeah, so all week long we have uh, a prize for you to get to an exclusive viewing at Landmark Cinemas. This is for the movie Ticket to Paradise, October the 26th. It'll be happening at the Canada location. Uh, it's a new George Clooney and uh, Julia, Roberts. Julia Roberts movie. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So you got a pair of tickets to that exclusive viewing. Thank you. Step in Stu, Angie, and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Without a doubt, it's probably one of the most popular activities you can do around this time of year. Go apple picking. Yeah, tis the season, and it is busy, busy time for a lot of the orchards around our area. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so uh, how do you go out and actually enjoy said experience? <laughs> the question. You run away from the crowds. <laughs> so we wanted to go this weekend with all of our neighbors and all their kids and the cul-de-sac, and um, so we were going to go to one of the busiest spots in the city because we were like, oh, we'll do the full thing the hayride the you know all the activities but then we were like it's gonna be a zoo and it will be especially with the, the weather like this week yeah yeah as soon was, as we saw the weather know? we're like yeah no it's too it's too nice <laughs> <laughs> it's too nice to go apple picking so what we ended up doing and i knew about this place but nobody else in my crew did and it's funny because we all live in canada but there's an apple orchard in canada oh and it's called pinewood orchards and a lot of people don't know about it it's in canada north and they've actually been there for a very long time and a lot of their trees are anywhere from 50 to 100 years old. Wow. So you're guaranteed good apples. You really are. And the thing is, is like you learn a little bit while you're there and they explain that the older rootstocks of some of their trees, like a lot of these orchards have like newer trees too. But the fact that theirs are so old and they've got these older rootstocks and the fact that they have this high mineral content in the soil because they're on the Canadian shield, apparently blah, blah, blah. That means an apple that is full of taste and second Mm. to none. And they really were because like we picked and like as we were in line, we're sampling from our bag that we paid for. And like right away, I was like, oh, my God, you just bite in and it's like exploding with flavor. So we uh, we were remarking, though, and I've been apple picking every year as a mom Mm -hmm. and a lot of years it is so picked over. And the variety that you want is so picked over and Mm -hmm. you end up getting what's left. And, you know, like that sometimes happens. But I could not get over the variety, the size of the apples, the juiciness. None of them were bruised. None of them were eaten. None of them were bug infested. They were pristine apples. There was like one apple that was two apples that I saw your son holding. (laughs) He had twins. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's this place called again? Pinewood Orchards. And do they have donuts? No, they don't. No, they don't. it's like if you're just going for Basically, the apple yeah. picking. Yeah. yeah, if you're just going for the apple picking, you're not looking for all the hoopla and all this stuff. You just want the apples. It was a great, great adventure. We actually ran into Matt Scoopy there oh. <laughs> from CTV Ottawa. He was there with his family. But yeah, it was great. And it wasn't like massively crowded. Yeah. The kids could run around and they were picking. They had a blast. And they didn't even notice that there was no other activities. Yeah, they forgot about the, the oh. wagon ride or whatever yeah. else could be happening. They just wanted to fill their bag. And mm-hmm. 
So then we were like basic fall family and went home and cooked with all the apples. <laughs> My daughter made a caramel score apple dip. Oh, oh I saw that. It looked delicious. Yesterday she made a brown sugar spice cake with a glaze. Oh, yes. So, oh, man. You're eating good for a while. Yeah. Oh. I mean, we have a lot of apple to use <laughs> up, but honestly, it's a hidden gem. It's a great kept secret. A lot of people, as I posted my photos, were like, well, what orchard is this? Because mm-hmm. it is uh, maybe, you know, not as well known as the others. But Well, this Saturday, it'll be well known because you talk yeah. about it on the show. <laughs> Sorry about that. But yeah, so, I mean, small bag or big bag, it's a great time. Pinewood Orchards in Canada. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, Taylor Swift is trending, and that's because she's breaking things again, like the internet. So she has received a lot of attention for her new album that is coming out next week, Midnight's. And she's been doing this whole Midnight's Mayhem series on TikTok, which has been wildly popular, where she's been like either like rolling like the bingo thing and pulling a ball and revealing names of the new tracks one by one that are included on this album, and fans have been going nuts for it. So as the countdown for the new album uh, begins she has given fans an opportunity to pre-order and the pre-orders come with a signed edition of the album oh, that's cool. <laughs> wow. well it's cool but that has left websites crashing all over the US and the UK and fans highly disappointed because they can't get their hands on them so I can't imagine how this album is going to do next week when yeah, it releases I know. It's like it, it, I always think like could it get any better when she releases an album? Right. And it, like and it you, does. You think like folklore, like, the, yeah. the album nobody knew was coming during COVID and now this one. So okay, how could you get it bigger? It will get bigger. She keeps getting bigger. <laughs> how does she do it? Well, with the Halloween season approaching very quickly, people are trying to figure out what they're going to dress up as, whether you're going to a party, etc. And of course, those pop culture costumes always come out. And there is no bigger series right now. Then the one on Netflix that is Monster, featuring the story of Jeffrey Dahmer. It is so wildly popular. It has broken all records on the Netflix platform for the most streams. And, of course, that means a lot of people are going to try to jump on the topic of the moment and be Jeffrey Dahmer for Halloween. So family members who are still dealing with this trauma years and years and years and years later, I mean, 17 family members were lost, obviously, in this horrific story, um, are reminding people that now that it's officially October, I feel like it needs to be reminded that serial killers are not Halloween costumes. They said, nobody wants to see your skinny blonde boyfriend dressed up as Jeffrey Dahmer. The thing that we need to remember, even though it's the pop culture hot topic of the moment, that real people were affected, victims' trauma should not be a Halloween costume. Yeah. I mean, do your Mike Myers, do your, you do know, the fake monsters, your do fake the... stuff from the stuff of movies, but not a movie that was based on real huh. events. That but happened. you know, people still do it, right? Stick away from it. Yeah. It's just not a good Don't look. glorify that no. person. No. 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 Think about, you know, imagine your family member getting killed and then uh, seeing hundreds of people dressed up as that person who killed them that year. Yeah. You know, it's unbelievable. And that's what's trending. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. 
Well, these stories of survival are all too familiar and just keep coming in. And here is just another one coming out of Florida as floodwaters rise from Hurricane Ian. At Stephanie's home in Rotondo West, she got a text message from her father, Stan, who was over an hour away at his home in Fort Myers. And we all know how badly Fort Myers was hit. And at that time, uh, he texted her. He said the water was up to his shoulders and he couldn't get out. Oh, my gosh. So she herself is standing on her own kitchen table dealing with her own mess. And uh, she called her dad as soon as she got that text message. And she got him on the phone. And she was screaming at him, like, break a window. Do anything. Just swim. And her husband's yelling in the background, get a meat cleaver, smash the window, you need to get out. So then the call drops. And every time she called back, it goes to voicemail. And then she lost all cell service. So the last thing she heard her dad say was, I think I'm going to drown. So she feared for the worst, of course. um, And her neighbors were telling her they'd heard about the death toll in Fort Myers. It was growing. It didn't look good. And she just looked at her husband and said, I think my dad is going to be one of those people who doesn't make it. And when she saw her sister, they were just holding each other and crying because they were all but convinced that he was gone. Um, And they faced that reality for the next 20 hours before they finally gained access to any internet and then a text message came in from a stranger who said i'm here with your dad oh my god um so she and her sister fell to the ground crying oh my god he's alive so her father this is such a crazy story and one of many thousands hundreds um But he lives in a one-story condo building and was constantly in contact with his daughters as the hurricane approached. But when the water hit, um, it smashed through the glass doors and the window on the other side. So basically six feet of water rushing at him from both sides. And he couldn't get out. Um, He ended up clinging to the top of his window blinds and then somehow dove through a window and then just started swimming literally for his life. He couldn't fight the current, so he just let it take him. And then the water slammed him into a palm tree. He recently just had hip replacement surgery. But somehow he hooked his arms and legs around this tree and held on for three hours, clinging to this palm tree. And as the sun started to set and the water started to recede a little bit, he was finally able to put his feet on the ground. Then he waded to a nearby house and just huddled between the screen door and the front door and just sandwiched himself in there just for some shelter. And then at dawn, waded through knee-deep water barefoot to a grocery store that he works at part-time and then uh, found this stranger who helped him get word to his daughter. But um, within hours, her other sister was able to make it to him and pick him up. But, um, you know, they told this story on Facebook. It's just another story of a, you know, a survivor. And they say, you know, we're trying to stay positive And we know that it's not about property. It's just about community and everyone staying strong and helping each other in this moment. But... Obviously, her post went viral for that, but just like so many stories, just like Couldn't that, imagine that unbelievable, all. just just not even knowing still if if family members are okay because you just can't even get word to them. Mm-hmm. But, ugh, unbelievable! They had a good outcome, and that's all the feels on Move One Hundred.